I'm thinking two per bag. Don't forget a toothbrush. Broccoli extract, girl. Let me see one of them toothbrushes. That's what the kids gonna do. I don't want it to be awkward when I'm gonna learn to think. Me neither. Y'all were talking about me. But it wasn't anything bad. So, 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 uh, so what else did y'all say? <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be the two of us. You wanna enjoy our leave? It's been almost a month and I'm just not feeling close to him. He digs you down, makes you laugh. Hey. What's the problem? Because I don't hear it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to OS Insecure, Oso oh Insecure. I am your host, Rain Coleman, and this is the Carefree Black Nerd Insecure Review, official review show. And uh, I have with me today a very special guest, a voice that you all should know by now. If not, like last week, shame on you. Let these folks know who's on the uh, insecurity couch with me today. I have been waiting for this moment forever. It's me, John Salvatore. Thank you, my brother, for having me back on the show. Like, you don't understand how much I love collaborating with you. So I am blessed and honored to be back. Man, the feeling is mutual. Upon mutual, upon mutual. (laughs) So thank you, thank you for coming on. This, this, this has been a wild ride. So as a as a quick caveat and warning to those listening, I still have yet to finish the last three episodes of last season. I don't care about spoilers. That is perfectly fine. If something that you has to say spoils last season, that's fine Uh because I'm gonna get around to it. I don't know. So we we're doing episode two, which is low key feeling distant or low key distant, depending on how it shows up uh, in your computer, I guess. So in this right. episode, Issa's and, and Molly's friendship take another hit, and uh, that's all I got for you. What are your thoughts, man? Give me something. It's been a while. You know what? What's how are we feeling about the insecure universe right now? I'm going to say. Season four, thus far to me, is promising because I'm going to keep it a stack. Season three was, mm, it, it's, it, it didn't keep me engaged yeah. in a way that I was hoping it would. Okay. And I want to say right now, season four definitely has me locked and loaded yeah but i don't know because now we have 10 episodes opposed to eight episodes yeah if we can just keep the consistency i'm here for it okay okay i think that's fair i think that's fair uh where i left off in season three was at the cliffhanger at the uh bodega or corner store with lawrence and Issa meeting again for the first time so for me i feel like i'm missing a whole it's like going to see what maybe uh infinity war and i never went to see endgame so we're gonna we're gonna see now i will say that hasn't really bothered me or gotten in the way of me watching the show until this episode where some things came up and i was like what the fuck is this about which is pretty much molly and her work situation but i'm still fine with that because i'll go back eventually um episode two i'm enjoying what we're getting so far it is shaking shit up and um it's kind of reminded me why i like this show and why i feel the way i do about certain characters um episode one was very girl heavy 
for lack of a better term, because we had a lot of the girls from it season was. one, including, you know, Amal. And, um, ah, you know, <laughs> but this this episode we get a little bit more guys interaction. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, okay, so right off the bat, you know, we're we're three months before the block party. Tell me about that. How are you feeling about the way that they're structuring this season versus last season with the time jumps? I like the time jump, and I remember I was texting you last week mm-hmm. my theories on how season, I'm sorry, how episode one opened up. Yeah. And I feel like that was done deliberately. I feel as if when we get to current time, I don't feel that Molly and Issa are still going to be at that point, how Issa said it in the opener. I feel like when you are really good friends with someone like that for so long and you're so close, you're going to have peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just one of the things that it's a valley at that moment, but it was for shock value. Mm -hmm. When we come back to the end of the season, things are going to be completely different Mm -hmm. because... I know you didn't watch the end, uh, the season finale for last season, but how things ended, yeah. and then how things began with Issa and Molly in the opener, it was like, what? Are yeah. you fucking serious? So I think they're gonna keep that thread going. That's okay. just my opinion. I think it's smart, and I, I think along piggybacking off of that, if they could keep us kind of guessing. Um, it might be trying to throw us for the okie doke, like yeah, now they ain't fucking with each other, but like you said. They cool in the end. But um, they did that season one, remember? Remember season yeah. one? Because they just have that dynamic, and some friendships have that dynamic. It doesn't mean you're less of friends. It just means that sometimes you push each other's buttons. Yeah, yeah, this is true. It's true with a lot of different relationships. Um, with the damn, if someone's going to say about those two, shit, it was about Molly. It'll come to me. Um, but we get this opening with Molly post the car incident, I'll say. What are your thoughts overall? So she was riding in the car with Andrew last episode. You know, it right. it came out through her poking and prodding. Not, not well, through her making kind of uh, passive-aggressive comments that he is dating other people. And they kind of gave him the cold shoulder, ghosted him, and then now we open up after the apology at the end of last episode, you know, they on a date. They cool. Uh, how are we feeling about them? This is the thing, and I love Molly because I feel like Molly reminds me a lot of myself in the lane of dating. Mm-hmm. I feel as if Molly is essentially waiting for something better to come along, and mm. I just feel like she's string. Not, I'm not going to say stringing Andrew along, but I feel like Andrew is a placeholder until whatever is going to be Molly's endgame. I don't think that she thinks of Andrew as her endgame right now, but but the twist and the getcha would be if Molly and Andrew actually end up being like the real deal serious McCoy. Mm -hmm. That's just my thought process with it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, I also want to know calling back to previous seasons I would like to see Dro back I want to know about Dro and Candace because you gave us that storyline which Molly was connected to and then you kind of threw it to the wayside and 
I want to know what's, what's going on with that. I do. <sighs> you and me both. You and me both. Um, For one reason, it is a non-conventional black relationship. You don't usually see right. us being polyamorous or open unless it's like nope. villainized of that for one. And then two, just him and how him and Molly's relationship was. I want to see more of her, him and her, and then also interactions between her and Candace. Because I feel like they didn't go right. as deep or as hard as they could have. They couldn't. It was so surface. Man. But the thing is, through watching Issa Rae through Awkward Black Girl and other web series from back in the early 2010s, I, I feel... Okay. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to backtrack. I feel confident that we will get Dro and Candice and we'll get more. But I say that with the web series mindset where you can just say, you know, okay, Dro, you ain't working on a TV show this season. Can we bring you back for my web show? But now this is a cable. This like this is a, a network program. This ain't no web series. Right. So my initial thought is like, yeah, they'll come back. But then I'm also like, do they have the budget? Do they have the story? Not to say that this show is, you know, uh, low budget, but, like, with all the stuff going on, is it important to Issa's story yeah. to have Dro back? Um, he'd be a good good kind of cliffhanger or plot twist once she actually gets happy again. Um, I, I agree. Yeah, let me, let me get Dro back. And, and for all you who's like, oh, is he handsome or is he just tall? Shut up. Shit. So. Okay, he's both. Thank you. Drill hive all day. People could be both. <laughs> right, uh, he's both. Now, with this, ha, uh, Molly and Andrew. I'm very, I don't know, I don't because I didn't catch them meeting and getting to this point. I'm only introduced to him through this season. Um, you didn't miss much. I'll be honest. You really didn't miss much. <laughs> all right. Well, good. I um. You tell me, because you did watch all of last season, how is Molly's attitude... Because, okay, this is the way I saw it. Um, I saw them as, you know, hanging out. I assumed this was her boyfriend. Once I got through a couple scenes in episode one, I realized, no, you know, they just kind of, you know, fucking with each other. They close, they tight. And when the comment was made, like, oh, it's some other girl, and Molly kind of initially got turned off, I was thinking, like, okay, well, maybe she thought this was more than what it was. Was this introduced as a... Me and you, we fucking with each other eventually relationship? Or is it like we having fun? No, it was more so he was interested in Molly. Molly wasn't really feeling him like that. At Kelly's insistence and Issa's insistence, Molly started to warm up to getting to know him. And then it just slowly progressed into them, you know, interacting more. And still leaving the door open for... You know, either staying in the friend zone or, you know, fucking around Mm. or even dating. So nothing has ever been concrete with them. But I will say, initially, Andrew came on very strong towards Molly. Yeah. And it just seems with this new season, it's almost as if, you know, his interest kind of slightly went down. I wonder what that's my perspective. Yeah, I could see that. Well, that's that's what I'm getting from there. That's why I was like, I don't know if they're dating or if they're just fucking around. But I do like that. I, I like that Molly addressed it last episode. You know, hey, this would happen. This is how I was feeling. My bad. And now we're here. But I'm going to say something. If Issa is nothing, if she is not horny, every fuck like. Okay. okay. These freaking sex scenes, bro. <laughs> she is not going to hold back with a sex scene. This is what, like two nope. minutes in, and we get hit with just nude. 
Just new just fucking buttocks, just men's buttocks everywhere, and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this that's that's the end of a that's a great end to a nice date. Uh, right. <laughs> so they and fucking. And I love that the it's the men that are on display. I love the fact that we don't see Issa or Molly's breast, or we don't see, of course, you know, there's lady bits, mm-hmm. but we don't see their butts. I love the fact that it's the men yeah. that are on full display. I love that. Yeah, I like and that I too. Think that, I think that was deliberate. Yeah, no, and that's, that's what I'm going to say. I think it was intentional, and it, you could very easily on any other show or lesser show slip into just, oh, this woman is naked. Uh, I say that having being on the tail end of watching True Blood like the entire series. There have been so many titties on display in that show, which, I mean, whatever, work for you, work for you. But I could see the difference nice. in the nudity there versus the nudity here on this show. Um, but speaking of, now <laughs> I love the fact that, and maybe this is just me being funny, nobody judge me. I love the fact that we have our queens in high regards, but those two white heifers from the season that Lauren. Oh, the MAGA girls, on, yeah. They titties was all out on full display. This Snatches is true. was all out on full display. So I, 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 I thought that was kind of, you know, tongue in cheek too. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, y'all saw them, but you're not going to see us. And I, I love that if that was the case. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wouldn't put it past Issa. I honestly wouldn't. I um, wouldn't either. Yeah, this, oh, man, okay. Uh, so we go past the title card and onto Market Street, which I think is probably a big deal for somebody who's in California. I don't know. Uh, but we get Issa and Condola walking down the street that will be the block party street. And mm-hmm. how do you feel about their relationship? Because a lot of people are kind of split. Where do you fall? I... I, I can go either way. <laughs> Honestly, I'm indifferent. I don't see it as necessarily a bad thing. And I don't see it necessarily as a good thing. I think it's convenient. I think because they're working on this project, it's going to have them interact a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel as if, if this weren't the case, I don't think that they would be in the same you know, circles, yeah. even though they share a common thread with Tiffany's musty yeah. ass. So it's just like, mm. <laughs> so I feel like once this wraps up, I don't think they're going to you know, be as tight. It's like one of those things like, yeah, when you're coworkers, yeah. and you go to work every day and you see each other, you know, you're tight and you talk all the time outside of, outside of work, but then, you know, goes to another job, and it's like sometimes those relationships don't remain intact. And yeah. I just have a feeling we're going to go to that, and that's gonna kind of propel Molly and Issa to come back to one another and mm-hmm. have a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, yeah, I I can see that. I um I personally I like them, but I don't have an issue with them because I think it's very interesting. It's very soap opera ish. The fact that they're even friends, considering they sh- the Lawrence connection. Uh, Molly said something last episode, which is pretty much like you something paraphrasing. You like men, so you. I, some, I'm starting to think that you just like this shit because you don't have to be friends right. with her. I'm thinking that one thing aside, like I don't see why they wouldn't. Like you said, we're we're working in close proximity to each other. It of course is going to be a little awkward, but right. really, if anybody is to blame, I not having seen the last three episodes, I want to say it's Tiffany. Like, you knew 
you know what's going on. Um, Tiffany is, oh, she's so musty. Like it, it's like, why would you not say something, especially if Issa's supposed to be your friend? And yeah. I assume that Tiffany and Issa are closer than Tiffany and Condola. I would Condola, imagine whatever her name is. Yeah. I would even and then even if they weren't, it's just like. You know, like if you if if these two friends were separate, then okay. But these two motherfuckers are working close to each other. Like you right. know this, so while oh, Tiffany is shitty, man. Um, but then again, I thought about it like this: What if because because we're looking at it through the lens of Issa that her and Tiffany are closer than what they are, and yeah. we don't know. We don't. We've never really had the real backstory about Tiffany. We don't, Tiffany and Condola could actually be much closer than anybody yeah. we just don't get to see it because it's not focused on Tiffany you know you're right you're right and I wonder if there's an easier way to convey that without it being a random like Tiffany scene without anyone like because I feel like we can get Lawrence because he was such a figurehead for the first couple seasons and we can get right. Molly on her own and we can get but we never seem to get a Kelly off doing her own shit for longer than like a scene where other people are in, like, so, man, I don't know, I wonder how you would even get that across, and have it feel, feel like it's part of the show, and not just, like, added on extra. Right, no, I, I feel if they wanted to do it, they could really do it. Yeah. Shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against a Kelly spinoff. <sighs> Who are you telling? I um, think it could work. Yeah. I, I, Maybe because I stand for Kelly, but I, I can see a Kelly spinoff. Yeah, I could too, and I'd like to see her. And this is something, and I'm, 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 I'm only I feel like slightly have the insight to even discuss this. And listeners, if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. If you think I'm right, whatever. But I, I don't like the way Kelly is treated, and I'm saying that I'm trying to tread lightly because I don't think she's being mistreated, but when you look at the care that's taken with other characters and like storylines, I know it's, it's only what, 23, 25 minutes. So you only have right. so much time, but I feel like Kelly is the fun fat friend and she isn't given more opportunity to be anything, but the funny fat friend. Um, right. I understand. Yeah. I think she works in her role and I enjoy seeing her, but much like you, I would like to see more of her. And I, Really, because watching those earlier years of web series, there are a lot of shows that would have, like, like you and me are on the show, and it's me and you. But then Jackie is your homegirl that comes into one or two episodes. People get invested in her, and then now Jackie has a spinoff, but it's still the same, quote-unquote, universe as me and you as our show. Right. But then Jackie and, I don't know... She, she starts a podcast with a host who's in California and all of a sudden the host in California you get her point of view so it's that's why I say this can work um, but I'm just used to a certain thing and I have to reprogram myself to be like this isn't those web shows where you have more control this is a a program that is broadcasted like you have to change your expectations right no I get it man I yeah I, I even say this diminish Tiffany's character and bring more Kelly because to yeah. me Kelly offers more than Tiffany. Yeah. I but agree. Tiffany reduce Tiffany to recurring bump Kelly up because I will say Kelly has, you know, bumped up from recurring to yeah. in the main cast. Yeah. So that I love. Because to me I feel like Tiffany is so one dimensional and I feel like Kelly has 
the potential to be a fully fleshed out character yeah. given, you know, more time and more episodes. We don't know what's to come with the rest of the season. Right, Clearly right. They, you know, do a, you know, a complete 360 or a 180. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And speaking of, what is the continuity of this timeline? Like, why is Tiffany still pregnant? Okay. That nigga, thank you. I said the same thing. I'm like, so Tiffany's still pregnant. And, and, and here's the thing. We're going into Halloween and Tiffany's pregnant. But season three, it was still summer. And Tiffany was, I want to say if not seven or eight months pregnant. Yeah. So something's off. I feel like she got pregnant in season two in Beachella. And she did. Beach- she got... hmm Yeah, she got pregnant at Issa's um, party because the weed baby. Yeah. Was it Issa when, Issa, when Lawrence moved out? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and I understand so that we're doing the time jumps, but... Maybe I'm assuming once we get to present day, she won't be pregnant. But I, I will hope so. Like, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I um, and I mentioned this last episode, and you tell me how you feel. I don't think Tiffany works mm-hmm. without her and her husband being on screen together. I don't. Well, her, uh, him and his wet fucking hair. Yeah. Oh, my. God. Yeah, that's a lot. It's oh, very um knockoff Julian from um school days. Yeah. Right. He said something on this episode and it was kind of a throwaway line and it made me think I was like, What? He said something about he missed Texas or he missed Houston and this like, Dallas, yep. Yeah. What? Yeah, because he said every time he every time he breaks up I was like, he moves. So, but I'm like, like, you were in college. I, I don't I know. Like, that was rant. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that, to me. I didn't get that. I was like, okay. Yeah, it, I'm. I'm one who's big on continuity. So to me, it didn't feel like it fit. Because if we are, let's say, what, 27, 28, and right. you and Tiffany have been together, y'all pregnant, y'all done graduated college and everything. Like, I, I something just felt like it. It wasn't. I don't know. Whatever. I, I try not to think too much on it, but I am really big on continuity, and that didn't seem. I am too. That didn't make sense because you you're still in your twenties. You and Tiffany, if I'm not mistaken, from the first season, it was established y'all have been together since college. Yeah, that's what I. That's so, what I'm saying. So, and in high school. What? Where did your parents? Where did you move to? Right, exactly, exactly. So I don't know, man. Y'all got some explaining to do. That could have came from a different character. It didn't have to come from him. Um, it really didn't. It didn't. So speaking of school days, we get uh, the Halloween scene, and we got the girls. Whose house is this? Is this Tiffany's house? No. I want to say it's Tiffany's house because she called for Derek. So when she called okay. for Derek and Derek never popped up, ever, I was like, he's probably not going to show up on this season. And then cut to a few scenes later, he's there. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that he popped up. So I want to say that was Tiffany's place. Okay, I I think so as well. Um, yeah. So we get uh, East Compton Clover, we get Cleopatra, we got a Jigaboo, and we got uh, Baps. Who had the best costume? 
Kel, I'm going to be biased. Kelly had the best costume <laughs> because she did Hallie. She could have yep, gone yep. the obvious route with going with Natalie Deschel's character, but no, she went for Halle Berry. Yeah. So gold star for that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand Issa's costume at first. I was yeah. like, what is she? Yeah, she's a jigaboo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's from like school days. She's she's a jigaboo. She, uh, which that and to your credit. Uh, Kelly to me had the best and Issa had the second best but that's only because I think Kelly went all out I mean the hair that like yeah. Issa's was good and it was nostalgic for me because I love school days but based on complexity and like the work that you have to put into it, it Kelly wins hands down that hair alone defeats everybody right. else's outfit um you know what I think Molly came in last place, and and it's not that against Molly's her. Molly was boring. It yes, was so predictable. That's it. it. Was like, okay, girl. like you look All like right. the girls in the movie. Like that doesn't. Yeah, I mean it was good though. It was it was a good little look, but I do think Kelly and then Issa uh, had the second best. Um, so the girls are talking, and then this is where we get Molly discussing Andrew. And the nature of their relationship and how all they do is mm -hmm. shit talk and fuck. And, right. you know, Issa's looking for her headliner. But with Molly and Andrew and the girl, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. It almost feels like the girls are not taking him as, well, Molly's relationship or lack thereof with him as serious. Not to say that guys to be that important to them, but it just feel like, Oh, this is important to you. We're listening because we're cool, but this is what you're complaining about. I, mm. But I feel like they're like that because I feel like Molly is always like that with niggas. I feel like Molly is always, you have to, like, she, ha you have to grow on her. And I'm a lot like that. Like, I'm not going to just be goo goo gaga yeah. from the jump. It's going to take a minute for you to grow on me. And then when you grow on me, it's like, ah the light is turned on and yeah. I feel like they're just conditioned with that with Molly okay. so they're going to be respectful and they're going to listen to her but they already know how she is where she's just like mm. I feel like they know in her, their head that Molly doesn't really see it for him like that and mm -hmm. he's just a placeholder to something black comes along yeah oh so you said something what black comes along oh god okay that was my next question because I don't I feel like Molly isn't uh, with her and Andrew, I, uh, I feel like she likes him. I feel like outside looking in, she was having fun. And I right. kind of think the idea or knowing that he's dealing with other women made him more important to her than he would have been otherwise. Exactly. So I, I, I get all of that. Uh, one thing of note, which they do these subtle kind of looks... Kelly, not Kelly, excuse me, Issa and Molly were talking, then Molly and Issa come back into the living room, and Molly gets ready to tell her story about Andrew, and Kelly's like, oh, I already heard this already, and Issa has a look on her face like, well, shit, this is my first time hearing it, how you heard right. it, and we move past it, which I'm pretty sure that's going to come up again, because it's like, it is, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I it caught is. that, and I was like, oh, that something ain't, yeah, yeah, I like that, um, yeah, so, you know, they're, they're on her head about putting a pause on that monkey. And, uh, I don't know. I, Molly, to me, is coming off. I'm trying to not have a 
Mm, how do I say this? I'm trying not to be rude, for lack of right. a better word. I just feel like I'm like, is Molly sabotaging herself? Because I'm thinking... She's always sabotaging herself. I, and that's what I don't like about Molly. Yeah. That's that's how I'm like. What what man will ever be good enough? Like everyone is going to have a flaw. I don't know if she thinks she's perfect, but after that blow up with her mom and dad, and find out her dad cheated on her mom, it's like you are making mm-hmm. terrible decisions with men. Or at the release, you're not. I don't feel like you're being like it's good. It's it's one thing to have standards and things that you will and will not accept, but it feels mm-hmm. like her most more than anybody else seems to have these problems with men that you could either say okay I don't like this and move on but they become a big thing in this relationship with that man so instead of just being like okay Dro you married fucking I'm not fucking with you you chose to deal with him and then still had issues with him and his situation and exactly so I don't know I just I don't know I don't want to feel like I'm bashing but you know I am to an extent, like I don't like. Well, I'm not bashing her, but I don't. I just something about that is not is bothering me because even if she wasn't a lawyer, if she just worked at I don't know McDonald's. Either way, you still there's compromise. There's things about her that motherfuckers probably ain't gonna like, but yeah. Right. But I digress. Um. Yeah. So we move on to the next fuck scene because you know Issa loves her a good sex scene, and it is uh, she does. TSA. Is his name Calvin? I don't know. Yeah, it's Calvin. Okay, good, good. So they they fucking, and they're in a slightly different position. And I like how they, they are communicating. His communic- booty cheeks. Oh my god, his booty cheeks are the star of the show. Yeah, no, for sure. He he, I like his confidence because after they got done, he was like, "Yeah, I fuck good, right?" Or something similar to that. And I was like, Just- "Yeah, like nobody says that, nigga." Um, yeah. He, I don't, they are, I don't know, but I do like, again, I said it last episode, but I like the fact that we have his body type on screen, fucking and not as a butt of a joke, because even him being quote unquote butt of a joke is more or less Issa, like that's very on brand for Issa, but he's not, he's, he's not to be made fun of, he, the, the, the comical stuff that comes out of it is just by nature of the show itself, not like, oh, can you believe right. she's fucking this fat guy? It's not that. So, I do appreciate I that. that. I love the representation of that. <sighs> he, he gets a lot of fucking in and he says, <clears throat> he he says, do that thing that you're doing. She's like, huh? What thing? And he, like, when he did it, he shook his head. And I was thinking, he's talking about oral sex? But then he <laughs> shakes his head and he's like, <laughs> press, my, <laughs> press my booty button. Which is playing with his asshole. Like, what the fuck is that? I, I had to be picked off the floor. I was in tears. Yeah. And I watched it twice. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is a very <laughs> sex positive show. This is very. It is. Because first thing his I thought. cheeks are always twerking. Who <laughs> them cheeks? Yeah. Uh, he, he has a lot of those. A lot. Yeah, um, he does. I I thought it was funny, you know, and then but I also think that that humor opened up another conversation, much like Dro and his wife and having a certain setup in their marriage. 
different sexual mm-hmm. acts that have been like on the timeline forever in the day. Is this gay to do this? Is this gay to do that? Is it gay to breathe? Is it gay to eat dessert? Like all this <laughs> shit. I like. You gay because you ate grits. Like what the fuck? Like, yeah. Give me a break. So I did like this, even though that was kind of comical. It was. It still. <laughs> <laughs> it still handles. Yeah, the the sexual act that happens. Um, I was more right. concerned with like, oh, this is a heterosexual man. Is everything okay back there? Why you just, you know, that was my first thought. I was like, ugh, you, I, I don't know if that's, but if they've done it before, I would imagine he was, he was ready. So, <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. So I like them. They're both dark skin, uh, different body types. I, I just like him. Period. He's funny to me, and he doesn't put me in the mind of rail like. I thought he would have. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't get raw. Yeah, there could be more. Just dude. down to earth. Yep, yeah. He's um, good people, for lack of a better term. I've said that a lot. Um, but the condom is lost. And I'm thinking, shit, we don't oh, need no pregnancy oh. scare. Which, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be a pregnancy scare? Bro, out of all the shit, we get this far and we get a pregnancy scare. Um, Issa is gross. So Ugh. she's talking to herself in the mirror as she's examining her lower region, um, uh-huh. looking for the condom. I was like, God damn, this is... You know, again, we don't want a pregnancy scare, but as she's talking to her mirror self or her um, upside down self or whatever, right. the condom comes out of nowhere uh, against the. I was like, bruh, I. I'm like, oh, this is too much. This is, this is horrible. This was that disgusting. Was, you could have cut that. That was it, neither. Yeah. Okay. Hard agree. Hard agree. Um, that could have that could have been a cut scene. Yeah. Save yeah. that for the DVD. No, for real. The, uh, excuse me, behind the scenes shit. So, Summer Walker is performing this Friday on the, in the continuity of the show. And mm. Molly and Andrew are talking. Mm. And so this is, uh, pretty much she wants to do more. She's tired of just fucking and, and, and talking shit. She wants some depth. Um, right. I guess, how do you feel about that desire of hers? Like, is it warranted? Does it seem unfair? Does it seem like, yeah, of course, that's the next step? Or, like, where where are you with with her um, desire to have more meaningful conversations with Andrew? Or I feel I feel it's a natural progression. Um, again, we don't necessarily know this timeline between the two seasons, but it would make sense that you would at least want to have more than just the surface and just fuck and you know get to know a little bit more about you like if you're going to be inside of my vagina let me get inside of your head a little bit it yeah. only makes sense to me at least to you know explore each other more than you know just your carnal cravings yeah you know I agree because and really it comes down to the timeline with me I think with anybody being friends with benefits fuck partner relationship you're going to right. get to a point where you need to learn more. And again, taking this back to Twilight, <laughs> Twilight, um, True Blood, I'm on season seven, I believe, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And there's a right, scene right. where, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this like old ass show, 
Um, right, like, where, where have you been? Like, come on. <laughs> uh, Jessica loses her boyfriend, but the kind of opposing force in that situation is like, man, you've been with this man all this time. You don't know shit about him. So, yeah, you losing him, but it's only in body because you didn't know him at all. And so going back to the timeline of this show, it's like, yeah, I feel like it would make sense that you would want to tell me, oh, I'm from Canada and my mom was in the military and my dad joined the circus. Like, if I don't know anything but the fucking and the shit talking, then are we just, do you not see a future with me? And, you know, so at first I was like, man, what the fuck wrong with her? She, you know, asking for the... All this shit from this guy, but then I was like, "Well, no. If we if we spend all the time together, all the time, even if you fuck with other people, something should come up. Like it should. It, it only makes sense. And if it's not, what are you hiding? Yeah, no, Did that that's very true. Yeah. Did mm. you kill Latoya? Ah, say that. Say yeah, I think you did. I think this nigga did. No, but yeah, okay. I think that because it comes out with friend, with coworkers. Shit, you might not want to have them in your business and you being theirs but at the very least you know that their birthday coming up you know is we gotta exactly. get tiffany a card or we gotta get charles you know a balloon it's like you know little things naturally so thank you yeah i would want to know more about this motherfucker who we i'm fucking oh man um so yeah so she runs into a guy ballhead guy from her job and they have an awkward exchange what is this about what because okay so you okay you will not know this because you did not watch the end of last season. Um, so Molly did some. I'm not gonna root. I'm not gonna spoil it. Spoil it for you. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. Molly did some fucked up shit, and they're having a that exchange because again, I I don't know what this timeline is because he's still harboring. The shit that Molly did at the end of last season, which was some really fucked up shit, especially in the work atmosphere. Okay. And then especially if you're lawyers, it's like, Molly, you really jumped out the window with that. So, yeah, that's mm. why he came at her so hard, because she deserved that shit. Okay, okay. Well, shit, that's all I need to know. Because uh, I was definitely like, who the fuck is this nigga? And I was like, oh, yeah, you're missing... A whole hour and a half of last season, so don't get so mad at this dude just yet. Um, oh yeah, no, he was justified because had had they both been women or they had both been men, uh, he would have probably swung on Molly's character. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. I'm really, I really need to go back now. Shit. Um, yeah. So we get Lawrence and Condola having lunch, and they're talking about. Looking for Latoya, which I'm asking now, who do you think killed Latoya, or is she even dead? I don't think Latoya is dead. I think she ghosted and just peaced out, and I think that's gonna be the plot twist at the end. Okay, okay. So, uh, what you guys think? Use that hashtag OS Insecure. Do you think Latoya is uh, is dead? Do you think she just peaced out, Audi five thousand, or uh, do you think Ray J did it? Because at this point, Ray J is my um, he's my number one suspect if she is dead. I Can I say something? Go ahead. So you see how we're talking about Latoya this season, and then the second season it was due north or due south. Yeah. Remember last season it was that bullshit with Bill Bellamy. Like I can't even remember. Oh what yeah. That was called. But then again, that was two years ago. But it's just like 
I don't feel like that hit the same way. Yeah. Because even first season, we didn't really know to look out for that, and I love that they're playing with that element. Mm -hmm. We didn't know, but even the first season, you know, the prison show was a it grabbed your attention. Yeah. Something about last season that reboot other. Yeah, that was that sitcom thing. It didn't jump out at me for some reason. Yeah, no, no, no. I because I completely forgot about until you just said his name. I yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I didn't really like that. I mean, it was... That felt flat for me. Yeah. It was different, you know, and so I give them that for trying something, but no, I think this works much better, and that do no, that I hate slavery, there's no nothing way... Nothing is going to talk <laughs> I hate slavery. Nothing. Nothing. Oh my God. Mm-mm. Nothing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you going with that she's not dead. I'm going with Ray J. I don't think she's dead. I don't okay. think she's dead. Okay. I think Ray J's in on it, or Either she dipped out in ghost, but she's not dead. Okay, okay, cool. So um, they better tell us something. I'm sure they will, but I want to know uh, quickly, quickly uh, right. what the verdict Wrap is. Up. So they're having this this lunch, brunch, dinner, whatever, and the Issa comes up because this nigga is, you know, talking about dipping his fries in mayonnaise, and that was a joke that they had. Now, Lawrence is a little... Worried, nervous, uh, concerned that his his name is coming up in a conversation between his girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend. Which right. I think is understandably so, but I'm going to leave it at that. Do you... Mm-hmm. I'll wait because he addresses it later, so I'll wait for that. But okay. Condola is like, you know, well, this is, it came up, it was a little awkward, and, you know, we got past it. The joking was some, somehow made it better. And when she said yeah. that, I related to that because I'm, I'm good for the jokes. I like, you know, laughing at myself and others. Well, um, Lawrence doesn't come off that way as... Fuck Lawrence. Say. Lawrence is whack. <laughs> I, I have never... You, you know this. I've never been here for Lawrence. Lawrence can eat a dick. He can eat a bowl of dicks. Lawrence. <laughs> um, I don't like that she's apologizing because I think she was like, yeah, oh, I made it awkward. I'm sorry. Such, such. And I don't think that he's being emotionally abusive to Condola. But I was thinking like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is silly that this is a big thing. Um, I think it is something that would be important, but only for like, a, a fraction of the time because I feel right. like you're in LA I, I said this before I think I said it last episode but I am from Michigan I am well yeah. into adulthood I moved to Dallas Texas 1100 miles away and I right. work with a girl who I went to elementary school with the squirrel is yeah, small so to be like they are, she was bound to run into this girl you know you can't right. control the narrative that's probably what his issue is and so, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why Lawrence is bugging because you and Issa are cool. Like, yes. You're not, you didn't, like, there, of course it was messy in the beginning, but you came to a place where I, you would think that Issa wouldn't talk you or dog you up. Yes. Because it's definitely not the, the dinner of throwing Candace and everybody and you called her everything but a child of God, mm. y'all are well past that. So mm-hmm. I don't understand why you're so the way you are right now. And why would you think that... Because I thought Lawrence was going to hit her. <sighs> yeah, he's... I don't know. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be on his side, but I can't really... 
<clears throat> okay, so let's just go to this next scene because maybe this will help. So he sits down with the light skinned crew, and they're uh, <laughs> they're talking like, and there's varying uh, opinions, but it's pretty much you need to let that shit go. Um, you make right. a big deal out of it, it's gonna make it worse. And this thing is about this will never happen to me. I, as silly as these motherfuckers is, I think they're right. Like you are making a they big are. deal out of something that shouldn't be. Um, you didn't got a girl from Issa's friend's baby shower. This ain't no random person you met, and I I wasn't aware right. of that. So once he said it, I was like, oh yeah, Lawrence, what are you upset about? Right. You you pissing where you sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like this is you don't you don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. He, I feel like, I feel like he is making a big deal out of this where it shouldn't be. Um, and if you're that upset about it, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have the right. I don't know solution, but I just feel like they work together. It's not like these are just homegirls who met and they just homegirls. And even if that's right. the case, they share a friend that you know they have. Like it's. I don't know. So I, he's in the wrong. <laughs> That's it. Can we talk? Can we talk about the dynamic of Lawrence and the light skin crew? Yeah. Can we talk about? Yes. It was so good to see Chad back. Mm. But can we talk about Chad is thicker than a yes. snicker. Yes. Chad is yes. thicker than a swamp possum with the mumps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that nigga is thick. <laughs> yeah. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. That motherfucker is. Yeah. Yes, he is. I. And it's funny because remember how Chad was talking about um, fast Mike being fat Mike now, and now Chad, you can put some weight on. Mm, yeah. And I wonder, isn't he on? Is it Brooklyn Nine Nine? He's, he's on. A, on. So what happened is he's on. Um, uh, what is it? Navy Seals. On CBS, okay. He's a main character. Oh, cool. So he's a he's a, a seal. So I want to say he's a main character. So he probably had to, you know, yeah, jack bulk up, up. For the role or whatever, bulk up. So that's why he looks like that and because just, yeah. it's a stark contrast from season two where um, he was drinking out of the straw. Yeah, and Issa was there. It's even a, it's even a contrast from. Last season, I don't know if you saw the episode where they were at Seven Eleven, and you saw we saw Chad before we saw Lauren. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm I'm but sure it's also just, been two years, so yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and they well they did a good job at writing that into the um into the script. I liked it that we addressed that he is bigger and he looks right. good. You know, same attitude. He looks good and wet hair to the side. <laughs> yeah, He's such. He is such a little bitch. He looks like Harry Potter, man. If he was like he biracial, does. I I don't like. He needs a five miles away from the school. Like he just gives me <laughs> creep vibes. I don't like. And, and after watching this scene again, I realize. Him and Tiffany, if they are not together, I don't really want to see them. Because something about it's, their dynamic, they can't. I, I don't want to look at them by themselves. Because it's you're not bringing anything that I really care about to the table. So, I mean, he was actually on something I watched last summer. He was on Snowfall. He was uh, oh, okay. on a few episodes of Snowfall. Mm-hmm. 
completely different character. Like he was a gangster, so mm. it's funny. Like he was a he was you know charismatic on that show. It's just I I think it's just the writing for his character. On yeah, insecure. it's just like shut your dumbass up. Yeah, I I ain't thought he can. Um... And I want to say I want to say he was Colombian. He was either Colombian or Cuban on Snowfall. Okay. So I don't. So I guess he's playing into that ambiguous because do we do we know what Derek is or do we just assume Derek's light skin with loose hair? I assume he was like biracial and very much the okay. Uh, that's what I assume too. Paper bag test type guy. Um, Right, yeah. that's what I was getting to. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe we need to see more of him. I don't really want to, but, you know, maybe they'll... Because eh, wasn't him and Tiffany going to get a divorce? Like, she was making him sleep on the couch at one point? He was living in a hotel. Oh, God. And I think he was messing around with the, um, somebody from work. Or she... No. One of them had an inappropriate exchange with a co-worker, and Derek approached them, and then he went to go live in a hotel. Oh, and then, and then, that's one of the storylines they had talked about it in passing, and they never brought it back up. Because I was like, are they gonna get a divorce? What's up yeah, with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. Okay, whatever. They can keep that. Um, so we're we're with Issa and Condola. They're having dinner. Well, they're having like a lunch meeting, and we're talking about Schoolboy Q. He's been mentioned a few times as the headliner for the block party. Right. And so they're sitting talking. Molly walks up and she's like, oh, you know, I thought this was just us. She's like, no, the homegirl's leaving. We're just wrapping up. And Issa's like, well, girl, why don't you stay and we can eat? And, you know, I know you're hungry. And they have, like, little inside jokes and they talking shit. Molly is visibly not here for this shit at all. Bother. Yes. Borderline seasoning. Yeah. She was bothered. I, oh, what's your take on this, this uh, exchange? <laughs> I think this is the first fracture to mm. their dissension that is probably going to happen, whether it's short term or long term, mm -hmm. because it just leads to more things when, you know, Molly was trying to reach out to Issa and Issa, yep. you know, didn't really answer the phone. I, I just think this is one of those breadcrumbs that, you know, we're going to finally get to this to come to a head in a few episodes. Yeah. Um, and I think that there is... I mm, I want to say if there ends up being a jealousy, like a friend, like this is my friend type jealousy, I don't think that this is it. I think this is more or less like she already thinks this situation is messy. And then on top exactly. of that, she's like, well, bitch, you my friend. We supposed to be... Like, this is a dinner for us. And that's where... Even though I had my concerns and my issues with Molly last episode, this episode I'm like, but no, she's right though. We're friends. If you, I guess I'm one of them friends where I'm good. I'm like the more the merrier. Yeah, but I still would like right. to get a heads up that okay, right. now it's not just me and you. It's also Timothy. He coming to hang out just so I can get my mind wrapped around. There's somebody new. Let me readjust. Because who knows if I look mean as shit to Timothy or if I'm not talking as much as I would because I'm comfortable with you as a friend. You know, so I so I'm I'm on Molly's side with that. I don't think there's a jealousy like, oh you only my friend because that would be ridiculous. We're adults. Um though I have dealt with that myself. 
But I don't know. I think Issa is just blinded. She's very much like a child. She's happy to be in this new friendship. Uh, but you can't let that shit on your old friendships. Um, right. Yeah, so do better, Issa. But also do better, Molly. So now we're uh, moving on to Lawrence texting Issa because he's out front of her house. Um, right. She comes out and they have a conversation where uh, pretty much he says, hey, Condola's my girlfriend. I want her to learn about me from me and not from you. And I'm... Right. What are that you... That was too much. That okay. was too much because she's not learning from Issa. She made comments in passing that were things to break the ice yep. or the weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. And you eating fries with mayonnaise is not a deep, dark secret. Um, right. I I, I uh, commented to a thread on Twitter. I forget the guy's name, but he had like a, a list of like ten or eleven questions about this episode. And my initial response was, "Yeah, I think Lawrence has the right, you know, because that's his girlfriend." And such, like I I gave a, a answer that I thought was like, "Oh yeah, this is right." But the more I sat with the episode, I was like, "What are you?" I, my issue is. You and Issa are on good terms. Good enough where you have each other's number still. You might not talk, but you know, like you just did call her, you can right. call her and vice versa. Um, what is your concern? Like if you didn't you didn't cheat on her, like you didn't dog her out. Like the shit you did, like you said earlier, is water under the bridge because now we're cool again. What right. would make you think after being with Issa for five years that she would then turn to your girlfriend and be like, oh, this nigga is the drug dealer and he beat me and he stabbed my niece like what what about <laughs> not he stabbed my I, niece <laughs> I just I know the more I think about it, this nigga is overreacting he is I don't know this now if it was something like you know don't tell her I don't know I got a kid I like I don't I don't know what it is that Lawrence in this world has done that if homegirl hears from Issa first, would be a problem. I couldn't think. I can't think of anything. I'm, oh, unless it's about him having. Well, he would have had that cured by now. Cause oh, the had, remember when Lawrence was fucking everything and had chlamydia? Mm-hmm. But even that, why yeah. would Issa then volunteer that information? And I don't even. Did she even didn't know that though? So I'm just like, yeah, how would that? Well, probably, she probably does know because bitch ass uh, Derek mm. probably told Tiffany during pillow talk because he seems like one of them niggas at pillow talks and then immediately <laughs> back to, to Issa. But still, like, it's not like he had HIV or AIDS and then that would have been a tacky if you would have said that. But while, that's the only thing I could think that could come up and then why would that come up? Yeah, that's so. I don't know. I mean, listeners, if you guys know, use the hashtag OS Insecure. Let me know because I definitely I I can't think of anything because I'm trying to put myself in this situation for each character in this love triangle. Right. And I'm like, if I was Issa, I would be I would be blindsided like she was. But then it's also like I'm working with this girl. I don't really like fuck all that and let's break the ice with an awkward Lawrence story. But after that, like we good. Right. Even in the position of Condola, I would, I don't have a problem with meeting my current exes. That's not a problem. Y'all can hang out if you want. Like I don't, I'm not that because whatever people gonna cheat if they're gonna, they, people will find a way to do whatever the fuck they want to do. 
So I'm not about to be hounding you for one. But then for two, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I just see no reason for him to be worried that she would, I don't know what, tell your first name is Martin. Like, can we can we talk about that that his name is Martin Lawrence? Yes, yes, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> can we also talk about y'all was kissing on the mouth eating tacos? That little boy. Ah, you want to buy some candy that for the homeless? Fucker. <laughs> uh. This yeah, this show got some gems. It got some gems. He is his he is his mama's son. Oh, oh for man. sure. That was that's some good writing. <laughs> badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And even like if that was his biggest concern was like, don't tell her my first name is Martin. That could have been played for comedy. So I I'd be like, Dang, okay, that's that would have cool. been comedy goal. I didn't think about Martin Lawrence when she had initially said. I was like. Lawrence's middle name is Lawrence. Lawrence's first name isn't Lawrence. Yeah. What is Lawrence? I forgot what Lawrence's last name is. I do not know. I do not. I know. I I feel like I knew it. I feel like they said it. We just don't. When he went to the Headhunter season one, I can't remember what it is, though. I don't know. But this guy, I feel like you got too much time on your hands. And it's like, I feel like there are degrees to his prestivity. Because, one, if you really had an issue, like, what's so hard about calling Issa and saying, hey, I know you and Condola friends, you know, just kind of, I, I can't even think of an example because that's still silly as fuck. But you went and met this woman to talk right. about how you talking to my girlfriend. She not fucking her. Right. Yeah. Random thought. You know what I was just thinking about? Yeah. I low-key miss Frida. I do. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know why I just low key miss her a little bit. <sighs> Man, yeah, she was a she was a good white character. Um, <laughs> she was a good. I mean, she I mean she was you know she, she was, was I mean she was the good I, white. I, I, I liked her as the as the token white on the show. I I liked right. her. Um, she was so awkward. She was so, weird. so awkward, just <laughs> uncomfortable awkward. Like oh. I took my sweater into my jeans, awkward. Like I yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I might have to go back. Yeah. Of course, I'm gonna go back and finish. But yeah. Um. So he he did all that and yeah. Whatever. So now we move on to uh, Little Miss Gumbo. We got Molly cooking for Andrew. <laughs> right. <laughs> In her apartment condo, you know he's getting fresh with her and she's trying to push him off of business. Like, hey, you know, I want. I'm, that's not on the menu. You know what I'm saying? Let's chill and chill. Let's talk. Blah, 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 right. whatever. And he's not feeling it. Um, her issue is that she talks and talks and talks and he doesn't give her the same energy that she gives him. Which, right. regardless to who the characters is, I can, I can empathize with that because in this day and age of technology and social media apps be it friendship relationship or whatever communication is different than it used to be um oh god i mean back when it was just myspace and maybe bgc BGC. you could just you know have a conversation but it would have to be offline but i digress um so i'm with her regardless of how i feel about her and what she's doing i think that that part um, it's very um, important that you're given the same. It won't always be 50-50 or 100-100, but 
if she has been fucking with him, let's say for three or four months, and she's given all, and you don't even know this nigga's last name, that's right. a problem. Um, so yeah, they sit, they have dinner. She's showing pictures of her and her brothers, and talking and talking, and then everything she throws at this man, he deflects. He 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 switches the subject. He bobs and weaves. <sighs> I don't know. I um. I'm curious. I, I don't know. It, it, like you said before, what are you hiding? I think that's the biggest concern for right. me. Because if you just meet somebody, we all know folks can be crazy. So I could see being guarded. But we've got this far. You know, you know where I stay. We riding together. You, you know, as a girl, you know I'm leaving my purse with you. Yeah. I, what, what else is there that I can't even know your sister's name? Like... Is she a is she a mass murderer? Uh, you know, do you come from a long line of thieves? Like, you can't give me something after you. Are you gonna sex traffic me? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that is honestly. Good, bro? That, so I don't know, but he says something which is like, you know, shit is always something with you, and I have to admit, and I gotta eat my words. I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck that. He right. Fuck her. You always. And I feel that way because I do feel like every man she's with is always something that. You can't get over, but instead of like letting the right. shit go, you 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 harp on it and you make it such a bigger deal than it needs to be. But with this situation in particular, I'm like, nigga, you have not opened up. I think that's just fair. So, I think it was right, but I think he was the wrong person to deliver that message because she's right yeah. in this situation. I don't fucking she know is. you. Oh man, um. So he leaves. She's like, man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to this concert because she says something like, "Well, do you want?" No, he says we can still make the concert. And she was like, "Well, is that where you rather be, other than being with me?" And he was like, "Man, what the fuck you talking about?" So, right, like, stop poking a bear, Molly. Shit, goddamn. I don't know. I might have to have a woman on the show to kind of talk about this from a woman's point of view because I am very, I'm, I'm just more direct. Like, what the fuck are we fucking? Are we gonna be something? If not, right, let me. what it is what's up what's what good? it is how what's up so <sighs> uh, uh we get to the schoolboy q concert and i thought that was interesting that they had if i'm remembering correctly two different concerts andrew had the summer walker concert and Issa was going to see uh, schoolboy q happening on the same night because i think it would have been easy to just have them be at the same concert Thank you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but, but they that, didn't. That sounds too much like right. <laughs> um, so then we get Issa pulling up. And when she called Lawrence, I was like, what the fuck are you calling him for? But she's like, hey, we met today. Do I tell Condola? I'm going to see her tonight. Should she know? And he's like, man, you know, no, I don't. She ain't got to know. And I'm like, you, you, now you shooting yourself in the foot. Why like, lie? What, what, what's really going on, Lawrence? Mm-hmm. What's up? I don't know. This nigga. Child of truth, shame and devil. Yeah. 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 So now when this does come out that y'all met, much like in True Blood. <laughs> Let me stop. Right. Um, then what's going to happen next? What what happens when Condola breaks up with you or it becomes an issue or now she's suspicious of you and Issa when she doesn't need to be? It's like, man, you're just creating more problems for yourself. Um. Yeah, so before moving on, uh, with the looking for LaToya, there is a scene. What is this white woman's name? Because she's from <laughs> Mad TV. <laughs> I'm going to call her Susie. Okay, no, so. I'm going to call her Susie. Susie, this. Everyone, the show is called Looking for LaToya. 
Rose Chardonnay is talking to this white lady who I think is like the head police chief or something. She says, we are using all of our resources to look for Toyota. When I tell you, I hollered. Then I saw that this was a coloring book. This was a coloring book page. This was not a picture of LaToya. Bruh. got a coloring book. Fuck them. And Lawrence like, uh, uh-uh, that's a car. Like a right now. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm sick. And no, I, she said Toyota, bruh. I, <clears throat> I said, oh no. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I'm still standing by. I think Ray J did something to her. You on the, you, you thinking she ain't gone? And nope. I'm good with that. But I think if so, Ray J, her boyfriend, did something. Um, yeah. So they have an awkward conversation, and then we go to. A little montage. We see um, Molly curled up on the chair with some Olivia Pope style. Got some wine. She texts her homegirl, Issa. Uh, well, she calls her. And Issa sends her the voicemails like, hey, girl, I'm at this concert. Which, this is so, so real life. Like, Issa didn't do anything wrong because she's at a concert. Right, but at the same time, this is at the tail end of some other shit that you did earlier. So it's just building on snowballing yeah it's just not good so that's unfortunate for her um molly is doing some self-reflecting she's in her meeting at the law firm and homeboy with the bald head is talking and he brings up something that it's some case that her old law firm is representing someone in the case or something. Right. And so I didn't realize what was going on because they single her out. They're like, hey, do you have something to add? She's like, no, I'm looking at a fly or a um, window washer or something. And then it comes out later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that was her law firm. And she's like, you know, I looked at the data. I looked at X, Y, and Z. And I realized we didn't need to call them because it ain't that serious or something. Um, right. Molly apologizes to the bald head dude. And... Right. How do you feel about this apology since you know what went on between the two of them? I, I think it was genuine, um, and I think it was well-deserved. But again, we don't know this timeline, so if it's been so long, should you have been said something? Yeah. Like, why would you just wait now? Because I'm sure that you've seen him in the office well before this. Mm-hmm. Because this is at least after Halloween. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, mm yeah, I'm with you. I gotta get on them last three episodes. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I'm, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I just, I just thought about the timeline. So, Coachella, Beachella, was in April. Okay. Oh. So, oh. If that was April, and that was a few episodes before the end of the season, October. So, Tiffany should have had that baby because it's six months. Oh man, yeah. I... Huh. Okay. Well, we'll see. But, she... but I'm trying to think. Was Tiffany really? Sh- yeah. No, Tiffany was definitely preggers at Coachella because she was sleeping. She was napping. This is true. This is true. Um, we'll see. But I, yeah, I feel like this baby should have been. Like, I feel like even if I sit back and watch uh, season two and I'm sorry, season three and four, like back to back, I still feel like she should have had that baby already. Hmm. Um, so we end the, the last scene is Molly and Issa, uh, self-care Sunday in, hiking up a mountain, 
and it turns into a reverse of the end of last episode. It does, and I like that. I like how they went there. And it's almost word for word. It's at the very least the same feel. And uh, Issa's pretty much saying, look, I don't want to say nothing, uh, but, you know, you, you, you fucking up. Essentially, you fucking up. And Molly listens right. to her. She's not happy about it, uh, but she listens to her. And <clears throat> she says, like, it seems like you're always trying to find, you always find a problem, which, you know, we've said that. And this is true. Molly took it in. And uh, she gets a phone call, and it's from Andrew, and they pretty much reconcile. He's like, look, it's hard for me to let people in. I'm sorry. I, I blew up at you. And she's like, oh, no, you know, I'm sorry. Maybe I was pushing too hard. And I don't fault her for this scene because I'm thinking, like, when you're dating, it can get kind of ugly, uh, right. especially when there's no definite this is what we're doing. There is that gray area. Um, I wish she hadn't apologized to him, but that doesn't make me feel any less about her. Um, how you feeling about her and Andrew and Molly once this episode is said and done and we're about to go on to episode three, where you, what are you feeling about them? I'm still on the fence. Uh, I don't know. Cause just because we had this break air quote breakthrough moment mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's going to roll smoothly onto the next episode. It could hit a stalemate. So I think the greatness of it is that we don't know. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds, whether it's for the good or it knows dives. Yeah, I think it's going to blow up. Um, only because we mentioned that he's dating other girls. I feel like another right. girl is going to come into the picture. Or maybe not something negative like, you know, you fucking my man, nothing like that. But I think just the idea or the fact that there is other women. Um, right. I feel like that is going to come back because why mention it and make it a part of the story if you're right. not going to kind of slap us in the face with it when we least expect. So I, I think it's going to come up. Watch. I yeah. don't know. I can feel it. So I don't know, man. Good, good, good luck to them. Uh, this has been a good. It's been a very interesting season so far. Um, Molly does not reveal to Issa that that was Andrew on the phone. Um, which I was like, why don't you just tell her what's up? But at the same time, you just told me I find a problem in everything. You know, then I had to... Right, so why am I going to talk about it with you? Yeah, you and know... was petty, but that's how we are as people, so why not? Yeah. I mean, and Molly, like I said, she's doing her self-reflective. She apologized to the co-worker. You know, she did reach out to Andrew at the end of the first episode. Um, it, so I think she has a lot to think about. And it would be interesting to see if Andrew and her work out or if you'll end up with somebody else. And if so, is it an ex? Is it somebody new? And then what problems might come up? That is she going to move on from that? Is she going to make a big deal out of it? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, who, who who did it for you this episode? Who's the favorite? My favorite for this episode would have been... Hmm. My favorite was Torian, the ball-headed guy that uh, for Molly's um, okay job. Like he did it for me. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I didn't get enough. I didn't get enough Kelly, so I couldn't go with my default to Kelly. I didn't get enough Chad, 
some of the old Tori in for him walking to her office, closing the door, leaving out of the office, and leaving the door open. Yeah. So he got me there. He okay. Won, he won me with that one. That's fair. That's fair. I think I'm going to go with uh, Calvin, TSA Bay. I just like okay. that this motherfucker is on screen and he on screen fucking. He is on screen. Fuck TSA fucking. <laughs> uh, who's who's the least favorite? Who you ain't really fucking with this episode? Uh, I'm not fucking with uh, bitch ass. What's his name? Uh, Derek. Uh, light skin crew. What's ah oh, Derek and his fucking wet ass hair. I'm never fucking with Derek. <laughs> I'm, no, thank you. Oh man. That whole dialogue, that just threw me off for the character because I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, I'm going to leave him alone. I'm going to go with Lawrence. And it's only because after reviewing it again, I just came down on the opposite side of my initial um, feeling, which is what are you doing hounding Issa about this shit? Because I think, honestly, if you had an issue, you could go to Condola and be like, hey, you know, I think that would be more warranted because y'all are in the relationship together. You're not in a relationship with Issa. Like, I feel like even if it's extreme, you're telling it to your partner, so that's cool. But Issa, y'all have been there, done that. Leave her the fuck alone, you know. Um, Right. And uh, I'm going to say, what's what's your favorite uh, scene? What was the standout scene? My favorite scene, my standout scene, was at Tiffany's place mm. where they were trying to help um, Tiffany up. And then <laughs> Kelly's like, she got a load on her own. She got a load on her own. And then she had made the comment of, she's pregnant, but I'm pregnant with thought. Yeah. And that was, that was the scene <laughs> that had me Yes, yes, yes. Um... That was my default because I love those Halloween outfits. I think the whole scene was perfect. But I have mm-hmm. to go with um, looking for Latoya. The fact that this woman called her Toyota, <laughs> and I, I don't know, white bitch. I just, yeah, I gotta go with that looking for Latoya scene. Talking about that shit was hilarious. Like, what the fuck? fuck Are you serious? Yeah, fuck her. Um, and I'm interested to see what the fuck happens with Latoya. Like, where this bitch at? Um, so yes, I mean, that's, uh, also Insecure, episode two. Uh, what, do you have any predictions, any, any, um, thoughts on the season going forward or anything about this episode or anything else? I think, well, I hope Tiffany has her baby. (laughs) Um, like I said at the start of the show, I feel like this tension with Issa and Molly again is just temporary as a part of long-standing friends and i feel like this too will pass yeah and for some reason i don't see lawrence and condola um condola lasting i, I don't see it for some reason It'll be his i fault. see lawrence and Issa getting back together by the end of the season mm, that's interesting that's okay okay that mm, i never even thought of that okay we'll yeah. see we will see um yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't really have any predictions, mainly because I'm I'm you know three episodes in the dark, so I'm just pretty much right. taking it as it come. But I really am hoping that Molly does better going forward, better self reflection, oh, better with dealing does. with people. I really do. I but who knows? I just want Drow back, and um, hell, I want all I her want exes back. Like you gave us a peppering of a mall 
Can Amal date somebody? Like, I would yes. see that. Actually, give Amal and Kelly their own spinoff. Let them be on the show together. Just just about them two. That I would love. I would love a Kelly spinoff where Amal is out there. Yeah. Yeah, same. That motherfucker, if nothing else, need more checks. I want everybody to get more checks, goddammit. I want all of them except for uh, Derek. Yeah. You could have you could have wrote Derek's lines from Maul, uh, but what do I know? <laughs> no, for real. Uh, well, no, let these uh, good people know where they can find you, support you, listen to your shows, and all that good stuff. <laughs> Okay, you can, if you're into podcasting, which of course you are because you're listening to this fine program, <laughs> you can listen to my podcast, the John Effect Podcast. Um, I'm coming up on my four-year anniversary next week. I'm excited for that. Okay. I cannot believe I've been doing this for this long. You can follow me and my random antics on the Twitter at underscore the John Effect. That's it for your boy. Or you can find me. Okay. Those links will be in the show notes, of course. Happy anniversary. Hey, early anniversary. Thank you. And, thank, uh, you thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shit. Uh, I don't know. Keep up the good work, goddammit. Um, thank you. Should we out here? You can find me on Twitter, Carefree Blurred. Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. If you're listening to this episode, then you're on the feed. Check out the shows before and after this one. Uh, check out all the shows that John Effect has been on. I, I, at this point, I don't know how many. It's been so many. Um, it's been, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a good handful of episodes. I yeah. think we can count on two hands. No, for sure. So at this point, you know, just do your Googles. Or your searches. And, um, yeah, do your Googles, do your searches. <laughs> there you go. And uh, use that hashtag OSInsecure. Answer any of the questions we had during the show. Um, ask us questions. Make sure to tweet at us directly. Again, those links will be in the show notes. And when you're watching Insecure Live this Sunday and every other Sunday and any subsequent Sundays, make sure to use that hashtag. Let me know you're live tweeting and watching. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the fuck away from Lawrence. Stay away from your new friend's ex. And if you're the ex, stay away from your <laughs> girlfriend's friend. And if you, like, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye.